0: For this week's chair, we're going to discuss a fascinating halacha called Shaviyah Naf Sheikha Somebody can... If somebody thinks that something is Asr, that actually becomes Usr to him. And we're going to talk about the mechanism of how exactly that works and what are the parameters. The uh, source is a Gemari Kedushin, a mishnah Kedushin actually, in Daf Samechei Miralif. HaOmer Isha V'Yomer If somebody says to a woman, I betrothed you, I married you, and he says she says no you didn't who he is not allowed to marry any one of her relatives Bikrovav. but she who denied his claim is mutter in his in his relatives he kidashtani. in the opposite case where she says, I married you and he denies so you have a very interesting case over here because if he's right, so they both should be asr in their relatives. If she's right, they should both be mutter. So the fact that only the person who, who says kidashtiya is asr, that's because of Shaviyah Nafshei Di Sura. if you made a claim that you married the woman, so that binds you and you are not allowed to marry her relatives. Rashi, Hu Asu Alei Chatecha De'Isura, Behoda Ato by making your claim, staking your claim that you married her, you know, the conclusion of that is that you are also not allowed to marry her relatives. The question is how to understand this uh, very, very unique halacha. There's a uh, Mishnah in stuff Tafir from the Beis that talks about an interesting situation where two adams say to somebody that he ate uh, uh, something machel asiros b'shogeg. Well, the, he ate if somebody eats machel sasiros, he's chayav uh, to bring a carbon chatas. If he ate a v'lo he he uh, contradicts him. He says, "No, I didn't eat." So normally we say apishneim eidim yakum davar. What two eidim say, we believe, and a person is not believed you don't accept one witness against two witnesses. Rab Meir Never Rab says you're chayav to bring chatas. Am um, Rab um, have you shneim the day mitachamura loy v'ru dekoben akal if two people said you killed somebody, you deny so basically will kill you. If two idiotians could kill you, certainly they can be mechayi v'okarvan. Amru patur. If you made a claim and said, well, I didn't eat the machal sasuros bishogeg, which is mechayi v'okarvan, I ate it be I did it intentionally. So then I'm patur on a carbon. You know, would he be or No. Therefore, believe me, when I say I didn't eat it. If I would want to be put on the carbon, I can do it without contradicting you. So believe me when I contradict you and, and say I didn't eat it. That's what's normally known as some kind of form of amigo. Why it's not ego negative over here, we're not going to discuss. The Gemara asks, Ibai'ilhu, my time to Rabbanan. What's the reasoning behind the sheet of Rabbanan who argue on Rameir? Oh, Duma, Mishmdamin amigo. So the Gemara actually asked the question, is the reason, the argument of Rabbanan is that their real reason? Or is that just, was used as a tactic to debate Rameir? That even in to you, over here I have Amigo. But the actual rationale behind the Shita of Chachamim is that a person is believed regarding his own personal uh, world more than hundred Adem. So the Gemara doesn't really conclude, but then the Gemara brings another Braissa with Rabbi Huda. Amle einachanit mate. Right? If it's one against one, and eight says you, you were tame, and you said you weren't tame, you're patter. Afil Shnaim Achishim, even two people said that you were tame, then you're patr. Am you Ramei Ramey argued. You believe to aid him against him a person is believed regarding himself more than a hundred people more than a hundred people in other words over here uh, what you see is that a person if he knows something to be fact he knows something to be true he knows for sure he didn't eat khelev. even if two adams said he ate khelev, he should not bring a korban because he knows he's for sure that he didn't eat khelev. If you know for sure that something is chilev, and Tu Edim say it's not chilev, you shouldn't eat it. Because you know that it is chilev. You know, regarding other people, you know, that in the, 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 the Rav, in the, in the city, based on the Tu Edim, could possibly that it's not chilev. But you know it's chilev. Don't eat it. You know you married her. You know for sure you married her. She denies it. So in can't prove it. So she's b'chess haspnuya. But you know you married her. You know that her relatives are arayos. So you are us and her relatives. In other words, a person has to be faithful to the knowledge that he has, even if the rest of the world is not privy to that to that knowledge. There's a machlokas between the Rambam and the Ravid whether we pasquin uh, that chacham are based on migo or whether we pasquin that it's based on Adam Nemanotzva Yosef Yemei Ish. The Rambam holds uh, brings a case where you don't have the Migo, and says, in that case, you actually should bring a Korban. And he brings the Kavachomer of the mayor. And where he has a Migo, you believed, because of the Migo. Be, you would be pater. So the Rambam, the way he formulated Talacha, it's based only on Migo, and in the case where you don't have the Migo, then you were actually bechayev to be a carban, even though you claim that you don't that you know that it never happened. The Raivid argues, the Raivid Zah Sugishalanu Ba the Das Chachamim. What he's saying is like Chachamim, the Asulam ishamigo, das Rab Yehuda, the Asila Mishim Daan Dam Nemana Tsmoyotem Mimea ish, Aphil Amar Lord Metila Olam, even if you don't have a ego, even in that case you should be believed and you shouldn't have to be a carban and we pose like Rabbi Yehuda so we have machlokas between the raivin and the rambam, how to paskin when we argue on Rameir, do we argue because of the migo, or do we argue because a person is believed regarding himself more than meya eden there is um there is a gemara in ksuos that also deals with the sugev of Shavdav Shechatich HaDi Surah, but there the case is a little bit different. There the case is when a person thinks something is Asr, but in fact he really has no way of knowing whether it's Asr or not. He thinks it's Asr, he's convinced that something is Asr, but when we ask him how he knows, he might not really have a sufficient basis to know that something is Asr. So, the Gemara, I mean, the, the Gemara, there talks about a certain case of shavu nafsheh Surah, and uh, it says, what, what's the what's the chiddush? We know shavu nafsheh Surah, the Mishnah in Kiddushin, who omeyakidashtiya. So the Gemara says, no, here there's a kimlay. Over there, the person that says I was a miscarried woman, he knows for sure he was a miscarried woman. He says I took a prutad, I in front of two aedim, I said harav makodesh asli. You know, there's no doubt in his mind and there's no reason that we should suspect him. Over here, based on what he says, he might be mistaken. He thinks she's asr, but he might be wrong. Even based on what he says. There's room for error. There's room for mistake. So who says that in this case is she'sha'vin Afsha she'achat hichad yisura? Kamash that you do. What does kamash that you do mean? According to the Ridva, Kamashman that you do means that in this case also, he's sufficiently, oh, he, he has sufficient knowledge that she's actually usher. Had we not applied it over here, we might have thought that you don't have sufficient knowledge. Kamashman, you have sufficient knowledge. Even in this case, you're sure. And therefore, it's the same din of Shavi and Chedi Yisra. But the Shitimah Gubetzes says, says you believe to her, even in a case where you don't have sufficient knowledge. You think you're convinced, but you don't necessarily know. We hear why you're convinced and it doesn't convince us. There's really no way that you have any conclusive proof. And nevertheless, you're believed to, to Aser. I'll give you an example, an extreme example. Let's say somebody says, I had a dream that the the meat in my refrigerator is khalif. And I'm convinced, I, I, my father came to me in a dream, and I'm convinced, and uh, I'm convinced it's chalev. Now we listen to him, we say, you know, there's, there's, you know, dreams are dreams, and there's no reason to take their dream seriously. And um, it's not chalev, and you can eat it. But he's convinced it's chalev. You know, over there, there's no objective evidence to, to assume that it's such, such a thing as chalev. But he's 100% convinced, because his father came to him in a dream. So, in that case, when you say, Shavid Nafsheh well, if Shavid Nafsheh Hatich Adi was based on Adam Neman Al-Atsma that's only regarding facts that he knows. Somebody that knows something is chalev, and he has a basis, an objective basis to know that it's chalev. He saw that it's chalev, well, that would be reason to be awesome. But here, this person is convinced, but it's all in his mind. Even based on what he says, he has no objective reason to, to know that it's chalev. A person that married a woman, he knows that th- her relatives are aryals. A person that thinks he married a woman, but he really has no objective basis for that. Will we say over there also, Shad in Afshei Chetich in Would you say it against two Adim? Would you t- trust somebody's dream against two Aiden Or no matter, it doesn't make a difference right now, how, why a person is convinced. But he's convinced based on, not based on factual objective evidence. He's convinced, but he has no factual objective evidence. say So the thing that we saw before of Adam, Nehman, Atzmo, when a person knows something for sure, he knows he didn't eat chilev. So even if two Adam come and say he ate chalev, he says, I know that they're lying, or they're mistaken. I know I didn't eat chilev, and that's something that I know for sure. For instance, there's a Rambam, uh, in Hancho's Yisori Torah Per halach gimel, the Rambam brings a very, very interesting uh, raises a very interesting issue um, he talks about why should we believe in the Torah if a navi Sheker will come and do great miracles and then claim the Torah is no longer true obviously referring to Christianity perhaps Islam as well the Fikachim Amad Nabi Torah Im Amad Navi. He would do great miracles uh, and wonders. And he would claim that the prophecy of Moshe Rabbeinu is wrong. He wants to co- contradict the Torah that we received from Moshe. We will not listen to him. We will know for sure, without a shadow of doubt, that the miracles and wonders that he did... Were some magical tricks. It wasn't real. The, the reason that we believe in Moshe and in Torah's Moshe is not because Moshe did wonderful miracles and wonders. And therefore, we're not going to compare Moshe's uh, Moshe's Mofsim and, and miracles to this Navi. It's not a question of miracles. Why do, we believe, why do we believe in Torah of Moshe? Ella Be'ineinu ra'inua, u'vazneinu shamanua, shanahu. Because we saw and we heard we were there at Sinai. We collectively as a nation were there at Sinai and we were personal witnesses to the Torah being given to Moshe Rabbeinu. So why do we know that it's not true? Not because Moshe Rabbeinu's miracles are greater than this person's miracles. But because we saw it. We witnessed it. We saw it ourselves with our own eyes. And this is what, what's important. Let's say somebody saw something. Somebody witnessed something with his own eyes. Somebody saw that Ruve murdered Shimon. Two Edim come and say, Levi murdered Shimon, not Ruven. You're not going to listen to these two. You saw that Ruben killed Shimon. You know that they're false witnesses. Either they're false or, or intentionally or they made a mistake, but you know that what they're saying is not true. You saw with your own eyes Ruben killed Shimon. Lefika Shimbaha Ot Lo Tishma El so too, the Navi Sheker that comes and does a great miracle, you know that it's not true, you know that there's no basis, and he's coming to contradict what you saw with your own eyes, and therefore you know not to believe this Navi Sheker, but to believe Moshe, Moshe Emes, or Tarasal Emes. So, the Ram is saying very, very important things regarding one of the Ikri Amuna that we have to believe in the Torah's Moshe and Mamad HaSinai. In, in but what the, you know, parenthetically, the example, the mashal that he brings is that if you saw something and two Adam tell you that it's not true, you know that those Adam are lying. Because you saw it yourself. But that's talking about something that you saw yourself and you know to be a fact. And you have and you have enough evidence to know that to be a fact because you saw it with your own eyes not because you presume something based on insufficient evidence it's not that the Rambam is saying well, you know it could be the eight was right but we're convinced he's saying if two Adam come and say, and say something against what you saw you know that they're telling the truth that they're telling lies and not the truth not that we think you know for sure so the Rambam here uh, is a very, very powerful, um, a powerful example of Adam neman altsmo Yotem mei Two to Adam come and say something. You know they're not telling you the truth. You saw something with your own eyes, things that you personally saw. No one is going to budge you. You know that this is chaylev. It's chaylev. Two Adam, three Adam, a hundred Adam tell you it's not Khelev, You know it's chaylev. However, the Shita Mekubetzes is talking about a situation where there is n- insufficient evidence. You think it's chalev. You don't know that it's Khelev. You didn't see it with your own eyes that it's chalev. But you think it's chalev. You're convinced it's chalev. For for insufficient reasons. But you're 100% convinced it's chalev for whatever reason. But you're convinced. But lo kim le, There's no way that you can really know. You have no objective evidence. But you're convinced. So that can't be based on what the Raman says. Over there, we're not saying that what you know to be factual, that, that binds you. You have to be faithful to what you know because he's not talking about what you know. But rather, what the, what the Shittah says is that even though you don't know it, if you, you're convinced, that also uh, that also osses what you're convinced to be, Chaylef. And in order to understand this Shittah, the Shittah says, says before and Harein Sra Alove, Afa Gavdi Mutar Omidina, Apidin she's mutter because she's a penuya and she's mutter and her krovma mutter, but nevertheless she is used to you. Why? Havle Kaosar Alove Davra Mutar. It's similar to somebody who asks upon himself something which is mutter, which is basically with under the guidelines of the general umbrella of neder. And that's why it's connected to this shir. Pasha's matus brings the Parsha of Nidarim. Basically, it's Asr midin neder. Midin neder says there are things that can be ushered to you subjectively, even though objectively it's not khedav. Nevertheless, you have to treat it as Isr. That's the din of neder. And therefore, over here also, you have to treat it as Isr, even though objectively it's mutter. Why? Because you're 100% convinced that it's Asr. Now this question, of whether something is is based on neder or based on Ne'emanus <coughs> that a person has to be faithful to what he knows is a big machog the achronim. the Nod of Yehuda uh, brought somebody who claimed there are a number of sheaths that claim it's has been the, the Nod of in Badur Tanina Eben HaEzer Simen Chav Gibal, brings this position Uma that it's working, it's working under the rubric of neder. I see that you're really somebody who knows. You have akius. You have iyun. You have a, a sechal yashar. <laughs> no, the reader does not mean the words. Why are you saying such something so ridiculous? It's 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 not reasonable at all. In order to make a neder, the the bed of neder, the ABC is that you have to say myself love, You have to say this is aser to me. You know, beneder. Either through or uh, you have to you have to make a statement and ask something upon you. There was no statement that you made in this case. There was no ma'isaf la There was no ish ki neder ki yafni lindar neder nazil hazil Hashem. You need alpha. You have to say something with intention to answer it. You never meant in this case to take something which is mutter and answer it. You thought it was Asir. You were convinced it was answer. What kind of a neder you have here? You have no das for neder. You have no statement that that asks for something. What kind of a neder you have in this case? Somebody says Monday. This Monday is Shabbos. I'm convinced this is Shabbos, so he can't do work on that day. He made a neder that becomes Shabbos. Vim kedvarv, and if so, ech amar Rabbi Ram Gamliya, Rabbi Yeshua. Uh, Rabbi Gamliel Rabbi Akifler, Rabbi Yeshua the, uh, There was an argument between Rabbi Yeshua and Ram Gamliel regarding what day was Rosh Chodesh Tishrei So Ram Gamliel who was the Nasi said I decide what day is Rosh Chodesh Tishrei and on the day that Rabbi Yeshua thought was Yom Kippur Ram Gamliel forced Rabbi Yeshua to come to him basically to Machalal what he thought was was, uh, was Yom Kippur. So how can he do that? Even if Ram Gamliel is, what he's saying is right, nevertheless, what Yeshua did shall at least become awesome because of neder. Because he's convinced that some other day is Yom Kippur. So it should be asim awesome in the neder. How can Ram Gamliel, the man that he come and violate his neder? So if it's based on Objective knowledge. So Rambam Gamaliel said, "I know, and you don't know, and therefore you have to come on that day. You are wrong." And the nasi decides, and you are wrong. And today's yom kippur, now tomorrow's yom kippur. And basically, the Kirjah haChodesh, even if he made a mistake regarding the the the, the, the molad, nevertheless, the day that the nasi the Mekarish, is the Chodesh is objectively the Rosh Chodesh. And ten days later is yom kippur. That's what Rabbi Akiva told him. That it's nasiya Yisrael and Am Yisrael that's Makarj the Chodesh. And therefore, even though you might be right regarding the molad. Ram Gamliel's day is Yom Kippur, so don't worry. But if we didn't end there, so I don't care which day is objectively Yom Kippur. I made another day Yom Kippur by being convinced that it's Yom Kippur. So therefore, since it's based on Ne'emanus, if it's wrong, there's no Nehmanis. Things that are wrong, are not Nehmanis. Since Rabbi Gamliel is the one who decides uh, regarding the kirsha chodesh, so the Yom Kippur of Rabbi Gamliel is Yom Kippur, the no, Yom Kippur of Yahushua is not Yom Kippur, and it's irrelevant what he thought. a Yom Shabbos Yom lo shavnav You can't say shavnav sheyachatechid yisura on an absurdity, only on things that you know. And therefore, uh nodbihuda is very, very, very um, insistent that there's no such position that it could work midin neder. In order to explain the position that it works midin uh, neder, I think nodbihuda is hundred percent right that it's not working midin haflas neder. You're not making a statement with intention to ask us something that's mutter. That's not what's going on over here. Shavia anafshei khiti di surah. And the machlok is whether and Nafsheh is working middin neder or working middin na'manus is whether somebody has to be faithful to what he knows or whether somebody has to be faithful to what he thinks. If somebody is convinced, even though he has no basis for it, but somebody is convinced that something is chalev, so he has to treat that as chalev. Even though objectively it's not chalev. So why can't he eat it? Not be, is it because of the isr no. It's not chalev objectively. It's not because of the isr chalev. But it's because there are things that can be subjectively usur to X, even though objectively they're not usur. What is that area of things that are subjectively usur to a specific person? That's nedr. The idea of nedr, even though there's no act which makes it into nedr, the idea of nedr, which is subjective isr, that I can't eat it and you can Medina, it's not kheleb, but I can't eat it nonetheless. That isr is called nedr. And therefore, when we say it's working midin nedr, we're not talking about that I made something asr. I took something mutter and I made it asr, and I had a statement. No, there was no statement over here. But the fact that I'm convinced that it's asr, that binds me and doesn't allow me to eat it, even though, objectively, I'll pee shnayim edim, we don't consider it chalev. So the nafkemina between these two different ways of understanding sha'v'anaf she'i is does it apply in cases where somebody is convinced of something but he doesn't have sufficient objective evidence? Do we say sha'v'anaf she'i chateich in that case? Another nafkemina is can you say, can you apply this idea in the opposite case? Can you say sha'v'anaf she'i chateich ha'i If I'm convinced something is mutter, am I allowed... To, to use it, even though two Adim come and say it's Asr. So if you're working with neder, you can only say neder le'eser, you can't say neder lahatir. I'm convinced something is mutter, but two Adim come and say it's, it's Asr, it would be Asr. So there's a very interesting Gemara in Ksuvos, Days. First of all, the case of, of Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda by Shnayim Omen Achal Tachelev. That's in a case where Adim say, you're Chayev to bring a chatos, and I say, no, I'm not. They say it was us, so you did something else. So I say I, I didn't. And But there's an interesting Gemara in Ksuvos. days, Tan There was a woman who was married. Two Adam come and say her husband died. Two Adam come and say her husband didn't die. Or two Adam Say Niskar, two Adam say she received a divorce, and two Adam Sayyid Lonaskar, she, she did not receive a gift She's not allowed to get married. You have two Edim against two Edim. You're not allowed to get married. It's a suffix. However, if she does get married, she doesn't have to leave her husband because it's a suffix. So you don't get married, but if you get married, don't leave. And then the Gemara says, Since there are two Edim against two Edim, habal She's a suffik da and if somebody has relations with her, they're to bring a carbon asham talui. An asham talui is when you violate naverah, but besuffik. So, in the case of treyu trey, you have an objective suffik, and if you and if you violate it, you have asham talui. So, in a case like that, where you have two edim against two edim, and you have and asham taloy, so. Obviously, if you have to bring a carbon to get kapara, it's asr. Even according to the Ram that says, Suffolk daraisa Lakula midoraisa, agrees that in the cases of Russian Taloi, you're, you're, in the cases of Russian Taloi, so it's asr midoraisa. So how could you say that she couldn't get married him? So the Ramblin says, She married one of the Edim who knows that she's mutter. How could she get married? She doesn't know. But Omer is where she knows it's mutter. He have a case, again, it's not, it's a case of suffering. But it's, it's a, it's not, a, it's a case where objectively it would be answered to anybody else in the world. But since you're convinced that it's mutter, they were able to get married. And we're not worried by the fact that you're chayyim and So there are other ways of learning this kumara, but one of the ways of, of learning this Gemara is that something that a person knows for sure, so he's able to, to go by what he knows for sure. So, you know, whether that would be, if, if two adams say it's Usr, would, would it be Mutter? That might be different. Here it's a Suffolk, but in case where two adams say it's Usr, you might not be allowed to do it because based in Paschans, it's Usr in a concrete way. Here there's only a Suffolk. I don't want to go into that, that issue. But whether it could be turned around the other way, and shavi and Afshech where objectively there's an Isra, at least a Suffolk isr, that would only be if I understand a person is, a person, uh, things that a person knows you know, those are the things that have to guide him, things that a person knows for sure personally, even though other people say opposite. On the other hand, if it's just based on a person has to be faithful to what he thinks or what he's convinced, that wouldn't apply. Now, the source for this isr, that a person has to be faithful to what he thinks, might be in the parasha of Nadarim, even though, as we said, it's not a standard Nadar, but it might be in the parasha of Nadarim, Kedushim doth pay Allah from the days isha there's a price that says the Baal was made for the nedr and God will forgive the woman so the Gemara says what do you mean God will forgive the woman the Baal was made for the neder. what happened why do you need forgiveness and it says Baisha shenadjo Isha that, that accepted upon herself to become a nazir Baal the Baal was made for her, so she's not a nazir she didn't know Shehifila. she didn't know that the Nazir was Mufar, so she thinks she's a Nazir she was drinking wine and being she violated the Nazir and then the Torah says she needs Kapara did she do anything wrong? no, she wasn't a Nazir, she thought she was a Nazir she was convinced she was a Nazir so she is not allowed to drink wine even though she wasn't a Nazir if you are convinced you're a Nazir, you're not allowed to drink wine and the source of that is in the parsha of Nazirus Hashem Yislahlo. Rabbi Akiva Kavimati lahay P'suka Havi Bachi. He would cry. Amar Umma Mishnah Skavin Lechol Basar Chazir. Va'Ala Biyada Basar Tlamer Torah Tzvicha Kapara. Somebody who thinks he's being obligated but in truth he wasn't. It was kosher. Nevertheless, he needs kapara. Mishnah Skavin Lechol Basar Chazir. Va'Ala Biyada Basar Chazir. Lachas Kamer Wouldn't certainly that violate B'Zadon? Yeah, and and of, wouldn't he even be, be require more kapara? So from here, the parsha of the dharma, Hashem Yisachah, is the source that a person has to be faithful to what he's convinced of even though it's not based on objective evidence.